the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Woo! It's Friday night. It is Friday night, babies. We made it. I actually made it into the studio tonight, limped along the way. (laughs) Not really, Uh, but I will give you guys an update on my car story since I've had so much response from you guys about it. And I just, it it just makes me feel so good. Yesterday was thankful Thursday. Well, I got to give a shout out and, and express my thanks Uh, to you guys being for so great uh, about my car. So I'll tell you guys a little bit more about that later, give you an update on that. It is Friday, so we're going to try to have a little fun here, try to lighten things up a little bit as we roll into the weekend here. If you are out in this gorgeous San Diego weather, if you're in your car on the way home, uh, just uh, chill, lay back, and uh, enjoy the ride. If you're on the beach and you're listening on one of the many devices or out maybe cruising around on your bike, just uh, thank you for being here and uh, glad that we can occupy your brain while you're maybe driving or doing something else. Hey, email me at andreacasio.com, andreacasio.com. Our live call-in number is 888-344-1170. You've got a couple of uh, specific questions for you guys about 2024, because on the heels of the indictments with Donald Trump yesterday, the 2024 race has gotten a lot more interesting. We're going to share that with you guys when we come back. DeSantis made a move today that uh, Dr. Gorka said was complete political suicide. Um, but we're going to share with you some poll numbers that may where you may go, no, maybe DeSantis was smart. So uh, stay tuned for that information. Friday means Bob Walters. He'll be here at the bottom half of the show to share the latest on education and what's happening out there. And we've just got breaking news, not breaking news, but... We've heard back from the prosecutor Shokin. The prosecutor that Joe Biden got fired has responded to the recent. Well, we don't know exactly when he made these statements, but it had to have been recently. And we can't play the clip for you because it's in Russian. Um, but we will share with you what he had to say. And it's just add it to the list of evidence going against Joe Biden and supporting the bribery scheme. That was documented. So we've got that. We've got some more clips of the Tucker Carlson, Devin Archer. Speaking of evidence uh, against Joe Biden, we've got more tips, tip, clips of the Tucker Carlson interview to share with you guys. Look, my uh, my brain is is might still be on the side of the road where I was before the tow truck driver came to get me today. <laughs> yes, I had to call a tow truck driver because it wasn't like my partner in crime. He didn't he didn't offer to come and tow me. He didn't offer to come. All right. Well, uh, let me bring him in. 
He's 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 the he's the grease that keeps the wheels turning on the AK show. But he didn't keep my car rolling down the road. I'm talking about DJ Potato well, Skins. Well, first of all, I would not keep your car rolling down the road because I have no auto mechanic skills whatsoever. But I would come pick you up or take you wherever you need to go. All you got to do is ask. Thank you. I appreciate that. I had other people after I broke down on the side of the road, had to get a tow. I had offers to come and take me to the auto repair shop. But I thought, you know what? AK isn't too isn't too big. AKA isn't too bougie, as the kids say, to hop up on into the front of a tow truck, um, into the cab of a tow truck and, and ride it on down to the repair shop. So that's what I did, babies. In fact, I was on the phone with Skins doing some show prep from the <laughs> uh, There's from no the mountain she will not climb. That's right. You know, uh, hey, you know, I'm da- I'm as down to earth as anybody. I don't camp though. Oh come on! I don't. I don't go camping though. Why? Let me make sure that my family and friends listening are not going. Okay, she rode in a tow truck today. Maybe we can get her to go pitch a tent and go camping. Oh no! Don't oh, be looking for fun. that. Don't be looking for that anytime soon. All right. Um, do we start with the latest on Devin Archer, or do we start with politics and the Ron DeSantis designate uh, claim today? What do you think we should start with, Skins? You want to start with the latest on? Uh, no, I think you should start with DeSantis because you mentioned Russian. It doesn't matter what language you speak. What he just did, I agree with Gorka. It's political suicide. It was insane. Although, here's an explanation. Okay, well, let me give you guys a couple of of information on some background on some of the things that happened uh, today. In addition to the statement that Ron DeSantis made, there was a poll that came out, I believe, of Virginia that said in a head-to-head matchup in 2024, Joe Biden would win against Trump. Now, I have not been quoting really many polls. We've got a guy that calls in because he wants to call in and be on the show, Marcel, and it's kind of like a little, almost like a comedy you know, segment. Um, but I, you know, after 2016, who's really paying much attention to the polls? And pollsters can do like some Enron math when they want to, to, you know, really, numbers can be manipulated. There's push polling that takes place where you put the answer right there in the question. So, there's that going on. But that poll, you know, is that the DeSantis campaign has been based on the messaging that Trump cannot beat Joe Biden in 2024, but DeSantis can. I don't know how if you can't win with Republican voters and win a primary, I don't know how you're better to win anybody else in 2024. But that's been their claim. There's also reports that DeSantis was told by uh, a major donor, Robert Bigelow, which is the uh, biggest individual donor to his PAC, never backed down. Um, that according to Reuters, that Robert Bigelow said he would stop giving money to the group unless DeSantis took a more moderate approach and got other major donors on board. In other words, unless he went Jeb and Mike Pence, unless he went uh, Chris Christie, they weren't going to give him any more money. Could that explain why DeSantis? The day after Trump appeared and arraigned in a despicable assault on our First Amendment rights in this country, that what happened in that courtroom yesterday, Ron DeSantis, really didn't have anything to do with Trump. 
just like what happened on Jan 6 didn't have anything to do with Trump. They're trying to cut off the head of the snake and hope that then the rest of it will die off. And that means 75 million MAGA voters. And if they can get the rest of us to die off while we die in a gulag, they will. So it defies logic. What was the Jan 6 arraignment about? What did they accuse Donald Trump of? Creating mistrust by spreading knowing lies and falsehoods about the 2020 election. Trump was following what his attorneys and what experts on the ground, including Ron DeSantis, including Jenna Ellis, including his not just his attorney team, Ronna McDaniel, the head of the RNC, gathered in and raised $400 million under the banner of Stop the Steal in 2020. Because the entire Republican Party saw the crap that went on. And yet Ron DeSantis came out today and basically dismissed Trump's election theory, quote, theories as false in 2020. Mike Pence, this is this is DeSantis is gone. Mike Pence. Well, Molly Hemingway from The Federalist said that he's oh, he's he he was miss. This is misleading. You know, Ron DeSantis has spoken out against this thing over here with uh, Zuckerbuck's coming in to buy elections and this influence over here. And uh, but no, uh, that's not that does not give him a pass. It's stupid from it, it. This is my numbingly moronic from a couple of standpoints. Number one, from a strategy standpoint, you are not going to if you are trying to beat Trump, who is killing you by 30 points. In a primary, you don't spit in the face of of him and his supporters by denying one of their biggest claims. And it's also stupid from the standpoint of the fact that it solidifies the suspicion that everybody had about you, that you're not really MAGA, you're not really conservative, you're a puppet for the establishment, when you're now coming out towing the establishment lines. Which also means it's stupid because people like me and everybody else for two years were like, yeah, he's doing a decent job as governor, but where does he stand on the deep state? Where does he stand on the deep state, including the main problem with the deep state? Let's boil it all down is the the attempt by the FBI and the Department of Justice to control the outcome of our elections. And that includes all the crap that went on. Who gets to hear cases about election fraud? Who gets to prosecute cases on election fraud? The Department of Justice, right? And not even just at the federal level. All their dictators in robes. So for Ron DeSantis to come out after Trump was arraigned yesterday, is so shockingly, I mean, we all knew he was a crappy campaigner. That's clear. He has run one of the worst, dumbest campaigns I've ever seen in my life, which begs the question, how in the heck he can win in 2024 against Biden when he's running the kind of crap show that he is right now with his own campaign? But how do you think you're going to defeat the guy who's being persecuted and prosecuted? You're an attorney, Ron DeSantis. Let me tell you guys what Jonathan Turley said. He's got a piece out right now where he says that that the way for the DOJ to take down Trump, they're having to go through and destroy the Fifth Amendment in the process. One of the things Jonathan Turley has has mentioned in this article, Ron DeSantis, maybe you missed this the day you took law at Harvard Law, but 
This there the Supreme Court has already heard the case of a president or a presidential candidate supposedly telling lies and falsehoods on the campaign trail. And it was a case that was heard in, I believe, 2012. Now, the case had to do with the presidential candidate that was making claims about uh, military service, but it still had to do with falsehoods. And let me see if I can read the quote. Here, this is what the Supreme Court had to say about that case involving a presidential candidate being accused of telling lies on the campaign trail. The court warned such criminalization, quote, would give government a broad sensorial power unprecedented in this court's cases or in our constitutional tradition. The mere potential for for the exercise of that power cast a chill, a chill the First Amendment cannot permit if free speech, thought and discourse are to remain a foundation of our freedom. You cannot be a free country if you're not allowed to criticize, question or make claims. The United States Constitution provides remedies to push back, to deny election outcomes. And Trump's claims were what were being told to him, Ron DeSantis, by his legal team and by people on the ground. Like Harmeet Dillon, like Kurt Schlichter, that were on the ground in Arizona, that were documenting the, the, the fraud. There's not been one claim that Trump has made that did not have some type of support for it. The only question was whether or not it over was enough to overturn the election. But for Ron DeSantis to try to claim and, and does Ron, maybe Ron DeSantis is so busy running around um, telling, you know, lecturing parents and children about the amount of sugar in an ice cream cone. He didn't understand what happened at the Wisconsin Election Commission and how a judge came out and told him they broke the law. Maybe he just doesn't understand the law or maybe he's really just the puppet of the establishment that everybody really suspected that he was. But what do you guys think? Do you agree with Ron DeSantis? Do you agree that Trump's claims were worthless on the election? 888-344-1170. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Before the break, we were talking about uh, this shocking, but I guess it's not so shocking that DeSantis would come out. And, you know, double down on, you know, well, basically what he did was it in in DeSantis coming out and basically saying that Trump was there was no merit to any of Trump's election fraud claims. What he did was solidify any concerns anybody had that he was an establishment candidate who was really no different than anybody else, that uh, that he was being bought and paid for by the establishment people. And that, you know, that means he's going to be beholden to them and we can expect nothing different when he gets to D.C. And if you really delve deep, more deeply into Santos, even as a governor, things like he gets all this he gets all this credit for being the anti-woke governor. But you look at his don't say gay bill. I, at the time, I said it didn't go far enough. Right. Because it stopped the sexualization of children with LBGTQ. It stopped it at the third grade. Oh, so fourth graders. Fourth graders can have somebody come in and show them uh, d- uh, documents and books and talk to them about bestiality and, you know, um, same sex uh, and 
all the different types of growth. I can't even say it. I'm too. I'm, I can't even say it. I'm too uncomfortable to say this is how what what is being taught to our kids in schools. I think we mentioned the other day, Governor Stitt, I think it was one of the governors has signed a bill into law clarifying the definition of a male and definition of a female. Has Ron DeSantis done that in the state of Florida? No. So, uh, you know, I, I agree with Lauren Boebert, who said this today about the arraignment clip eight. This is, uh, this is Joe Biden suggesting that he's going to make sure that Donald Trump never runs for office ever again. Take a listen to this. We just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by uh, if we uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution does not become the next president again. Speaks volumes in this moment, doesn't it? Rob, this is election interference uh, at, at its finest. The DOJ is no longer the Department of Justice. It's the Department of Injustice. And uh, with this arraignment, Joe Biden, uh, his DOJ, has officially become his new campaign headquarters. And Jack Smith is his new campaign manager. Uh, but despite all of this, they're trying to keep him off the ballot because they know that he is the front runner. Um, and I'm actually really excited over this arraignment because it only ensures that President Trump will be the 47th president of the United States because the American people are sick of this. They're yeah. sick of the Democrats dirty trick. And, uh, you know, it's 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 I agree. It is election interference. And it's just incredibly, it's, it's, I'm actually really, de- I'm, I'm sad about Ron DeSantis you know, today. Even if he believes it, it's not a good move. Well, it's, it's stupid for, it's, it's suicide of a campaign, number one. And number two, we don't have anybody but Trump. Who do we have? We really don't have anybody but Trump. And, um, because if I think with that, Andrea, I mean, what are your thoughts? I mean, some people were saying there's still a possibility of a DeSantis Trump ticket. I don't see that happening. That's I don't see it happening. And what I, what I'm seeing with Ron DeSantis, I don't see him. I think I think when my friend Dr. Gina, I think she was one of the first people to come out and say because she's based in West Palm and she knows Trump really well. She knows everybody down there really well. And she said, and she knows DeSantis really well, obviously. And she said she was one of the first people to say that if he runs for office, he's he's just really killing his career going forward. He'll ne- he'll never recover from it. And what he really needed to do, the smart thing to do would have been for him. He made so many mistakes here. If he was interested in becoming president, it would have been to go to Trump and say, let me be your VP and write in that way. Um, You know, I I tell you who's running a smart campaign is Vivek Ramaswamy, because I got an email from um, because he is what he's doing is he's being accused of actually being in the tank with uh, it colluding with the Trump campaign because he's the only one that doesn't attack Trump. And that's not the case. Common sense. It's, it's what he's done is, you know, he basically is saying, yeah, Trump's a victim here and of uh, being persecuted and prosecuted. But let me, let's talk about the, the issues and I'm going to deal with that when I'm president. When, and it's, and it's a really smart move. In fact, he's been so brilliant at it that he's, you know, really done a good job of convincing people that he's somebody other than what he is. And thank goodness we have the internet because as Mo said today, I got an email uh, from Mo 
who said this earlier. She said, uh, Dana Lash today, Vivek Ramaswamy, he wrote right after January 6th that President Trump was responsible for the riot, plus a few other nasty things that I already forgot. She says, why is anyone not talking, uh, not asking him about the digs and has completely uh, turned his opinion 180 degrees? Was starting to listen to him all done now. Levin had him on last night. Sounded good. Levin thought so too. Is anyone honest anymore? Shame. Well, most people running for office aren't. And you have to look at somebody who has no chance of winning and wonder why are they running? Like Chris Christie. Chris Christie is, Mike Pence is running to avoid being in the snares uh, to save himself, as well as hoping that he's going to get something in that. I, I actually think Pence believes that the Republican part, well, let me say it this way. Joe Rogan actually said, and I don't think we pulled a clip of it. Joe Rogan actually said that he believes that both parties are working together to decide who's going to win what and where. Now, that's what Joe Rogan had to say versus DeSantis, who's basically saying Joe Biden won fair and square. Don't pay any attention to anything that took place in 2020. Joe Biden won fairly and squarely. And that's a bunch of crap. I'd rather Joe Rogan throw your hat in the ring because I'd rather you than Ron DeSantis, quite frankly, at this point. Um <coughs> What was the other question you had for me? Did you have another question for me, Skins? I don't believe so. Oh, I thought you had another question for me. Um, Do you think, I mean, I like the way Ramaswamy is running his campaign, and it just seems like he's holding to his principles. I mean, do you think at now at this point with the news we just broke about DeSantis, do you see him pushing past DeSantis, you know, it's not going to be huge, but no. I see that happening. Not ultimately, because what's going to happen as he gets higher and higher, if he were to get higher and higher, the scrutiny about the truth of who he is is going to come out. He will be um, one of the, Mo is right to be saying, how come nobody's asking him about the past digs? I don't know why. It's it's that phenomenon that happens with Republicans and conservatives to where they glom on, some far lefty will say something they the like. White and, knight. Yeah, and suddenly they're the white knight. And I think that... That what will happen is I think Vivek Ramaswamy will have to answer for the fact that you said a lot. It's kind of like Naomi Wolf. Naomi Wolf, after Tucker started releasing, Naomi Wolf has been on a few times to uh, talk about the Pfizer shots and the mRNA. She actually used to be a far left liberal and actually used to was actually a part of the Bush v. Gore days when Al Gore was uh, trying to stop, you know, the the free and, and fair transfer of power to George W. Bush back in 2000. And after Tucker released the Jan 6 footage and showed the truth of that day, she went on Twitter and issued an apology for anything that she had said. Now, Vivek Ramaswamy, why hasn't he done that? You know, I'm okay I mean, with I mean, people changing a position. A point. Maybe it's something if that is a, such a contrast, it's something he should consider. I'm a oh, new Iowa poll. Trump 44. This is CNN. Trump 44. DeSantis 20 percent. Ramaswamy five. So Ramaswamy is not tied with DeSantis. Um, I don't believe for a second that the Democrats are persecuting Trump and dragging him through this because they want him on the ballot. And he's the one they want to beat. That's crap. They want and they De- want him out. They want him out. And I think DeSantis has revealed uh, who they would rather go up against. I think that's what the DeSantis 
Newsom debate is all about. I think that that I think that you that's, think it's going to hurt him. I think that that's why he wants the debate, because I think that and I think the Republican Party establishment, I think the donors, I think the Democrats want Gavin Newsom right now because Michelle Obama hasn't been willing to do it. I think they're trying to set the stage as of now for a DeSantis Newsom debate. They're not scared at all of DeSantis. Where is all this? Where is all this vitriol? Otherwise, they wouldn't want to debate him. They wouldn't. Yeah. No. DeSantis. I mean, is it's not, just it, it's very similar. It's like how they refused to debate RFK. Right. They refused to debate him because he's right. Yes. But they want to debate DeSantis. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears. We're going to talk to our buddy, Bob Walters. Don't go away. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Fun Day, and even though Bob Walters always has all kinds of crazy stories uh, to share with us, it's just always good and fun to, to talk to my dear friend Bob Walters. And you know what? Y'all can talk to him too. Guess what? If you come to our event next Thursday, August tenth, here at the Encore Event Center in San Diego. The one and only Bob Walters will be there. And so will we, the kids. So go get your tickets. Come meet the We the Kids guys, as well as Bob Walters. And we're just going to have a great time, aren't we, Bob? We are. I look forward to it. Yes, it's going to be fun. Well, I know everybody looks forward to your uh, education contributions every week. Do we have any good news to start off with, Bob? We have good news tonight. Oh, good. Democrat Governor John Edwards signed a law which would require... In God We Trust signs be put in all classrooms of lower schools, high schools, and colleges in the state of Louisiana. <gasps> really? Uh, yeah, I'm shocked because, yeah, that's my home state, and John Bell Edwards is not exactly, you know, uh, Mr. Christian Conservative, so that's great news. Yes, it is. All right, California lawmakers are considering the establishment of education savings account for black students instead of cash payments. Ah. You know, they, they made this offer for the slavery compensation to give every, every black person in California $1 million each, which the state doesn't have. So the option coming up is to create this education savings account. This will allow black students to choose any school they want to go to, and they will be paid out of state money. It includes colleges as well, should they go to college. Well, you have this as good news. What about this do you think is good news? Well, it is good news. I mean, I mean, we don't have the money to do all this, but at least you'll put blacks in the right place as far as helping them really get ahead, not just give them money to go out and spend it and have a good time. That's true. If it's in, it's, if it's in the form of, a, of a, an, an account to be used for school instead of cash, that's better. Because one of the things we found recently – with like well, even with the the expected when they when they thought they were going to pay off all those student loans that Joe Biden was talking about, when a poll was done or a survey of how the people plan to spend the money, the young people it was like buy this, buy that, take vacations, take trips. It wasn't going to tuition. No, it wasn't. wasn't it wasn't for a good purpose at all. No. Okay, a federal judge declines to block a new Indiana law which bars teaching of sex in grades K. To three. He said that freedom of speech does not work here for teachers to discuss sex education. Good. So, 
that's uh, Indiana's holding the line, at least for up to grade three. Well, they should. I mean, I I mean. Well, this is this is what I was saying about Florida um, last segment. It the the controversial "Don't Say Gay" bill was up to third grade. Why are they talking about any of this with any it, it, with anybody at all in K through twelve? I know. <laughs> I mean, third graders—they're gonna they're gonna teach sex to fourth graders. Yeah. How old is a fourth sense. grader, Bob? That's like what eight. You should, they should put you in jail for doing that. Yeah. Not anymore. Absolutely. All right, a Catholic school near Kansas City expelled an A student because his mother objected to the ban on LGBT books. Hearing this, the school took action to remove the 11-year-old boy and his parents from the school and from the church. Wow. This is a Catholic school. Yes, they removed the parents and the, and the boy from the school and the church. Wow. I hope they sue. <laughs> because if this is a Catholic school, there might be tuition involved. And, um, wow. I know. All right. Then Irvindale Community School District in Iowa has begun to review 374 books to see if they violate the new state law, which prohibits instruction in gender identity, sexual orientation, and any actual sex acts. So it's good. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's the state of Iowa moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, well, right. we need more and more of this. I know. Governor Yunkin of Virginia is cleaning up schools Democrats use to social experiments. Up to now, schools allowed transgender kids to use bathrooms of their choice, not their biological sex. Gender changes must now be notified to the parents, and the bathrooms are unrestricted to your biological sex only. You know, it's strange because I was just thinking in the years that we've been doing these segments together, it's gotten to where it's almost, it's overwhelmingly mostly about LBGTQ stories. You know, it used to be a lot more, uh, there used to be a mix more of socialism in there. They're not even bothering now to try to teach math in terms of, you know, this business does this here and they make this many burgers. And now it's just, it's just like a barrage of LBGTQ. Well, they've become very aggressive throughout the entire country to change the entire nation and convert our kids to homosexual. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. I was all for them having freedom of, you know, protection of their rights is be homosexual. How the pendulum swung this far? I have no idea. Well, it's because they're rec- they're flat out recruiting. That's why they want to go to kindergartners because this is a, this is an all out push to and the, and and you even reported a few weeks ago on in the increase. Uh, I think what what call, call was it Brown University yeah. where I think it was like forty something percent of the students there are all. I mean that's that that doesn't represent society. It represents, uh, you know, um, the new society of America that the left wants, and it's yeah. been and it's it's been a long time in the making. The Republican Party didn't push back and protect the culture. All the Republican Party wanted to do on the campaign trail was, and they still do. They just want to talk about taxes and regulations and um, and and not deal with the culture wars. But that's what's killing us. Sad. It yeah, sad. it is. You went college crazies, or you want to wait? No, let's get into it, baby. we got a couple minutes. Okay. Cal State was forced to deal with several sexual harassment allegations, and a new report confirms that it repeatedly fell short in protecting students in the state of California. Each campus only has one person on site to answer and deal with such issues. It simply wasn't enough. 
The investigator was paid $1 million to spend three days to visit every campus and interview 18,000 students. And they're going to increase the number of staff on every campus to be more attentive to this uh, sexual violation going on in the, in the classroom. Well, it's interesting. Um, I'd like to learn a little bit more about these sexual harassment allegations because, you know, we've created a society of young people that want to claim that if you don't use the pronoun that they want or, you know, you tell somebody, you you know what I mean? I mean, there's anybody can claim anything. And this is like part of the new way to shut down debate is just hurl an accusation that's, you know, bad at somebody. And I'll send you the article. You look it up. Okay. All right. The Biden administration will cancel $130 million in federal student loans for 7,400 borrowers who attended a now defunct college in Colorado. <gasps> yeah. Biden said the school had lied to and ripped off students with mountains of debt before they went bankrupt. This is College America with several campuses in that state. Despite a negative court ruling, he also canceled $300 billion in student loans for 800,000 borrowers under the existing income-driven repayment program. That'll be challenged in Supreme Court again, but uh, that's, well, they took that step yesterday. Well, this is, this is you know, um, the Democrats. They, they just don't care. They have no respect for the law. The law means nothing to them, and, and in part because they're never held accountable to it. In any way, whether it's whether it's just the the use of uh, the violating court orders or whether it's how they spend their money or or, or, uh, jailing the opposition and lying and withholding exculpatory evidence. I mean, they just there is no rule of law in this country anymore. I'm not going to say I'm going to follow the the what somebody else said is that we don't have a two tier system of justice because if it's not if it's not equal justice, then there's no justice. And, and we don't have any rule of law in the U.S. We only need to look at the border and we can see that. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. And because I hear that you might have a little cough and you're still recovering. So we're going to take a break. Bob's going to get a little sip of water and then we'll be back. So don't go away. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Continuing on with our buddy Bob Walters. All right, my dear. What else you got for us tonight? All right. And you got Dr. Johnson Barkey, a college biology professor at St. Philip's College in San Antonio, Texas, was fired for teaching that sex is determined by X and Y chromosomes. That's pretty sad. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was, uh, he was a... And, and they say, no, no, no. Sex isn't anything. It's just whatever you think you are today. That's it. So he's a biology professor that got fired for teaching biology. Yes. It's happened everywhere. Wow. And this is at a college. And by the way, this is in Texas. So I'm so tired of people talking about how Texas is so red. Texas ain't red, y'all. It ain't red. No. Not at all. And and a lot of Florida isn't either, FYI. But anyway, go on. Uh, University of Chicago has launched a new catalog which lists a new class on religious studies on queering God and applying LGBTQ ideology to different religions such as Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. Oh, good. This is all the way to the bottom gutter, I swear. Well, I mean, 
if people didn't really understand, I know you talk about this in your book about the history here and in Stalin, I think it was Stalin who quoted, was it Stalin who said, give me four yeah. years of your kid in school and they're mine forever. You know, this yep. is, they've got to, the in order to, they, the plan to transform us from a constitutional republic to a communist state has been in the works a long time and it's been a slow creep of destruction of the family and Christianity and Judeo-Christian principles and values and so but I didn't think that I never thought I would see and I've known that for many years but I never expected that I would see this inside churches that I would hear that a Catholic school kicked out a student an a student um, because the the student and the parents didn't want to go along with OBGT instruction in a Catholic school. I know it's pathetic. It is. It's it's horrifying. It's like it's Jesus take the wheel. When are you coming back kind of level stuff? I know. All right, go on. Illinois College ordered to play a conservative Christian student who claims the school censored her speech $80,000. Ooh. The case was, yeah. The case was handled by Alliance Defending Freedom. Free professors will also have to take mandatory training on free speech. I love this. This is a great good news story. They've got to pay a check to the, uh, write a fat check to this Christian student. Uh, who yep. was censored, and now because see the left loves to loves uh, the idea of having to make uh, Christians have to be go through reeducation, and now the professors, quite frankly, they should have been fired. But the fact that they're having to go to mandatory free speech training is just so yummy to me. I love that. <laughs> okay, a Florida university fired a professor after an investigation showed he had extreme negligence in the data management of racial bias studies that he had done. Florida State University provost informed that Eric Stewart, that for decades done his research, was thought to be at the forefront, was filled with errors and false negatives to create a false impression. So this professor of racial bias studies was cooking the books and the numbers to continue to prop up false narratives of racial bias. Yeah, for 15, 20 years. Wow. I saw an interesting video today of a man who did a social um, experiment. And I used to love sociology when I was in junior high and high school. And I'll quickly tell this story because it's related to this story here. And what he did was he had um, some people go to do a job interview. And before they went into the interview, they had makeup artists draw scars on their faces. And they would have to look at themselves in the in the mirror with scars on their faces. Then the scars were removed. They went in and did the job interviews. They came back out and they reported that they had been discriminated against facial called facial. They had been on the receiving end of face discrimination because of their scars. They didn't have the scars on their face anymore. And what this guy said with a sociology experiment of this is why it's so damaging to be teaching this ideology of bias and discrimination, because once you get it in your head, that something about you, like your skin color is holding you back and you're being negatively perceived because of it, it doesn't even matter if it's true anymore. Unbelievable. And that's why this story is so important. They know it, too. That's why this professor was cooking the books on racial bias. Yep. It was done deliberately, not an accident. Yes, of course. Uh, Okay. 
Cal State is allocating $10 million for attracting more blacks to the schools. A work group released 13 recommendations to advance black student progress. Special outreach will work all schools K-12 and office for, quote, advancement of black excellence will be created. This is the only race focused in the program, which sounds like it's been created maybe by the KKK. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and specifically since it doesn't, I'm not hearing anything in here about advancement of black academics, advancement no. of black, you know, achievement. You know, um, first of all, I, it's racist on its face. Second of all, it doesn't say anything at all about them learning the, the three R's. Um, yep. You know, it reminds me of LeBron James, who um, he had started a school with federal funds that had to do with black excellence. And let me see if I can find the, the stats here. Um uh, That uh, not a single eighth grade student passed the state math test in three years. It was all about woke education and, um, uh, and, and then, and then here's another post that says more than 80% of black children cannot read or write at a proficient level. Instead of focusing on education, black people are told to focus on reparations. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, well, we've got a few minutes left. What else you got for us? All right. No college mandates at parent organization has identified 1,054 colleges in California or nationwide still requiring COVID shots, including Harvard, Rutgers, and San Diego State. When contacted, most of these indicated they would never let them go, no matter what the federal government says. Wow. Um, Students keep having to wear masks for the rest of their life, I guess. So they're having to wear masks, and this includes San Diego. Listen up. This is San Diego State. They're actually, you have here 1,054 colleges still re- requiring COVID shots, and you say here that they've indicated they're never going to let this go Correct. on these COVID shots. And how, in, in spite of all the data we have now about the myocarditis, pericarditis, and all the sudden adult death syndrome, and yet we just saw LeBron James' kids collapse on a court, and don't tell me that didn't have anything to do with these shots. And yet these colleges, they don't want to give it up. Because they want no. to keep these kids indoctrinated to to submission to the state and their bodies. Yeah, great. So we've only got a I minute left, bad. Bob. Okay, I got one bad point. I'll, tell, I'll okay. squeeze in. Voice shots are focused on LGBT pride during this latest jamboree that's being held now. Even a special tent was covered with pride flags. <sighs> wow. uh, only fifteen thousand attended versus forty thousand attending the last one. Membership is dropping, yet the focus on transgender life and homosexuality, not how to be a man. After attendees are now women, and they're not allowed to join, and they're also allowed to join. Now listen, it's very sad. Now you guys come out next Thursday. We the Kids is going to be there. You'll learn all about them. Bob Walters will be there. I'm going to continue to get more information about that throughout the show tonight. Bob, we love you. Stay tuned, everybody. We the the kids will be there next Thursday. Yes, absolutely. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.